All right. <clears throat> Welcome to everyone. It's another Sunday night, which means another Dean Leggy show. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty exhausted. We had a very long trip to Missouri. Got up at about, I think it was four o'clock this morning and uh, figured out how to get back to uh, Georgia. Thank God. Uh, Georgia did not play well um, uh, on Saturday. And, um, you know, if you read what I wrote earlier today, I wrote that on the plane. Um, <clears throat> there's any number of ways to sort of look at it if you want to. But um, they're not going to beat Alabama playing the way that they did the other day. Yesterday, I should say. But um, they're also... Um, they they won, and there were a lot of teams that didn't win, and there were also a lot of teams that won that looked bad. LSU looked bad. Oklahoma looked bad. Um, there were quite there were quite a few teams that didn't have a Saturday that you would like. Georgia Tech is having a season you'd like to forget, but um, more more than anything, um, this uh, this Tennessee game coming up. We don't have a line on it yet, and it's starting to look like we're not going to have a line on it anytime soon. There is some question about uh, uh, Tennessee's starting quarterback, who will start that game. Um, well, who, who will play in that game? Tennessee's quarterback, uh, Jarrett Guarantano, um, getting injured in that game against the Gators. Boy, they looked horrible, Tennessee. And I can talk a little bit more about Tennessee over time here. But um, it really uh, – it was a day on, on Saturday last – this time yesterday – well, I guess a lot earlier than this time yesterday – where you're you're just kind of going, you know, this is, this is not what you expect from Georgia. This is not expect what you expect from a Georgia team that has been so good for such a long time here – Maybe of their last 18 games, they've not played well probably twice. Once was against Auburn uh, in 2000 in the, in, at Auburn. Once was um, yesterday. I mean, they just they didn't play so hot. Um, and, you know, look, my background is I played basketball and tennis in college. I played a bunch of AAU basketball with the Atlanta Celtics. I played, uh, obviously, at Tucker High School. So over time, you do play sometimes and you just don't play well. But that's not been the case with this team. I mean, you look at the Oklahoma game, the uh, the Alabama game last year, two teams that were on the same level as Georgia, uh, Auburn to some degree. There were times when Georgia really played well against those teams. Did Was there a time yesterday where Georgia really played well? Maybe. I mean here and there, but it wasn't consistent. And I would argue that um, where there were problems were things that you didn't suspect that there would be problems. I mean, this is not an offense that is predicated on throwing the ball a lot. I mean, Jake Fromm was 13 of 23. Now, Georgia still wound up with 200 and, uh, excuse me, with 185 rushing yards, but that's the lowest total for the season so far. And if my memory serves correct, the 172 that they gave up to Missouri was the most for anyone rushing. I could be wrong about that. In fact, I, I could probably should probably check that before I say it so definitively. But in a game that really, really matters, Missouri was doing what they, I mean, they were kind of doing what they wanted to do, running the ball. So, um, 
it was not the type of game that you want, but as I wrote earlier today as well, and I will plug Dog Post right now, which is that y'all should go and subscribe to Dog Post. It's exactly a dollar for a month. You try it out. Most people like it. After that, you can choose to get a yearly uh, a yearly subscription. The yearly subscriptions are $134, which breaks down to $11.20 a month. Or you can do monthly, where there's no obligation to stick around past one month, uh, at $14.95 a month. It's like going to eat at McDonald's, but it's about Georgia, which y'all are very pass passionate about. And so I'd imagine that uh, spending that small amount of money on um, on something that you care about so much uh, would be nominal. I know if I did not you know, run and own dog posts, I would subscribe to it for sure. Uh, and our community is awesome, but I, I think I think the big thing that um, I just didn't expect the, the, the game was odd, as I wrote about earlier. Um, it was a game that you know when you have multiple two point conversions, there were let's see one, two. Let's see, no, I was thinking out one. Two attempted ones, one went through for Missouri, one for Georgia did not. Uh, when you have that, when you have a blocked kick, when you have a blocked punt, when you have a special teams touchdown, when you have a defensive score, Georgia had two non-offensive touchdowns. And these, these are just, that doesn't happen. And um, I remember one time in uh, my freshman year in, uh, in basketball in college, we shot 86% from the field, which is absolutely insane. It will never happen again. We broke an NCAA record. Someone probably maybe has, has done it. It's hard to shoot 86%, excuse me, 86% just in the gym by yourself. But it was just one of those games. And once the game ended, it, it didn't mean anything. It was just in that moment, and that was it. Well, maybe this game is that. Maybe it only mattered in Missouri. Georgia will never play in Missouri again this season. So it was just like a one-off kind of thing. But I, I don't know. You know, I was talking to someone who I really trust today who said, I just need to see um, another game. Well, the good news is you play another game in six days. The bad news is it's against Tennessee, a team that if you beat you'll get no credit for if you obviously lose, which is almost out of the realm of possibility, uh, it seems. If you lose to Tennessee, obviously the world has ended. Something has gone drastically wrong. That probably would be an upset very similar to Old Dominion beating uh, Virginia Tech this week. Um, this is not... But what y'all should be watching for is how does Georgia play? Are they crisp? Are there seven penalties like there were this past week? Or do they look good? If you look good and you play well, that is on the right path. If you do not look good and you do not play well, I'd start getting concerned. Because whereas Georgia does match up well with basically everyone they play, even even to some degree with Alabama, to some degree, they they need to play well and look good. But... It was not a good game. It was not a good day. But uh, they won. And they won by 15 and 14 points, which was right on what um, you know Las Vegas thought it would be. 
And so there's only there's only so much sort of belly aching that should be allowed in these games. I mean, I, you know, when you when you play in conference and you win on the road, it, it, it's tough. It's tough to win on the road, uh, no matter what, particularly in conference play because everybody knows everybody. But uh, we do have a uh, a Bank South player of the game. This today is going to be two players. DeAndre Walker was voted by Dog Post members as being the Bank South player of the game, but so was Eric uh, Stokes. He really, he really that it was so you know nice to talk to him after the game after making a well what what turned out to be a game altering and perhaps even the game winning play. Uh, Stokes uh, with an eight-yard blocked punt that he returned for a touchdown. Um, twenty to seven is what that made the score, and then Georgia got up twenty to twenty-seven to seven, and basically the game should have been over at the eleven twenty-nine minute in the third point, uh, third uh, quarter, but it wasn't, and that's where the Bank South player, the other Bank South player of the game, DeAndre Walker, sort of. Started wreaking havoc. Um, there were a lot of um, there were a lot of there have been a lot of concerns about pass pre- uh, pressure from Georgia and sacks. I don't. I'm trying to remember if they had a single sack yesterday. I don't recall that. But he had Drew Locke had a lot of pressure on him yesterday. Uh, I thought uh, between Tyler Clark, DeAndre Walker, just the defense. Um, in general, was in their way. But I wanted to see more stout play from the defensive line. Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't unreal. So someone's saying that DeAndre had a couple of sacks. I can't remember. I mean, it these, these games, uh, when Georgia plays at Missouri, and to some degree when they'll play at LSU, I mean, the cross-southern trips are tough on me. And we flew. So... Uh, for the team, they got to they get to fly in and out of um, Athens. The rest of us have to fly from Atlanta to either St. Louis or Kansas City. You drive the four hour round trip to Columbia, and then you fly out, and then you drive another hour and a half from um, from South Atlanta to Athens. There's a question here on um, Twitter. Uh, about is it possible Missouri is just a good team? It is totally possible. Um, you know they're three and one now. We'll see what. How I'd like to see a little bit more work from them. They they can't stop. It doesn't seem like they have the ability on defense to really stop anybody. Kentucky looks like, frankly, the uh, most complicated team that Georgia might have to deal with because Kentucky will match up with Georgia if you want to call it that physically. They're going to hit them, uh, punch them in the face, and all those things. Um, that that's going to be a real brawl up in 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 Lexington. Georgia needs to play well. We think that Ben Cleveland will be back by then. Um, I'd like to get a little bit better. Um, I'd like to have more than one person saying that, but um, to us. But um, and we'll see what happens with Andrew Thomas. I saw both those guys get injured. Certainly, Andrew Thomas. Um, he just kind of got rolled up on at the end of a at the end of a play. It was disappointing and discouraging, but you know I, I should also mention the Bank South play of the game was from Eric Stokes um, <laughs> when he blocked that punt. Uh, that was the play of the game. 
There could have been others, y'all. Bank South could be sponsoring like 10 plays of the game. I mean, think about, you know, when you're thinking about where you're going to place your money, obviously Bank South is one of the best places to do it. But think about these, you know, sort of sponsorship opportunities that Bank South had this week, all right? 64-yard fumble recovery from Tyson Campbell. Most, you know, most days, that would be the play of the game. You've got the block punt. Riley really with a 33-yard pass, putting Georgia up 27-7. That probably should have ended the game. It did not. Georgia's got to get a little bit. I mean, they've been good at that at ending games. They didn't. J.J. Holloman with the 60-yard, 61-yard pass. That should have ended the game. That put him up 19. Um, I don't know what he was thinking there. You know, you 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 can't do that. They're just, you know, he knows it now. And then after that, you have Miko Hardman scoring a 54-yard touchdown, uh, putting Georgia up 18. So they were sort of regressing their lead the entire time. But um, there were a lot of big plays, and Bank South had a lot of, you know, the folks over at Dog Post, the, the members at Dog Post had a lot of opportunity to pick different people to be the Bank South player of the game. But excuse me, play of the game. But this time it was. You know, Eric Stokes. So Eric Stokes came from not virtually nowhere, but he wasn't playing a lot. Now, injuries have sort of – this team is sort of dealing with injuries right now. I mean, they're, they're, it's not great to lose two of your starting offensive linemen. You've got um, – who they, they were out at the end of the game, Andrew Thomas, as well as Ben Cleveland. I mean, Monty Rice is dinged up. Uh, Tyreek McGee. A lot of these things are me going on memory. Um and obviously, yeah, I think at this stage, now you're seeing where perhaps, I mean, having Zamir White would have helped yesterday. The run game was not bad. I'm not suggesting it was bad. It just, and Tyler Simmons as well. Tyler Simmons is banging up. So that's a lot of guys that play minutes that matter for Georgia. These aren't just sort of guys. And DeAndre Baker, it turns out, was fine. But he got popped in the middle of that game near the end. 185 yards, that's good against LSU. I mean, that would be great against LSU. Against Missouri, you kind of expect more, to be frank. But again, you're playing on the road. It's not an easy thing to do. Um, you know, I don't know. But, but, Jordan Schaefer came in, uh, Justin Schaefer came in to, uh, when Ben Cleveland got hurt, seemed to play fine. I'm not, I don't, you know, sometimes it's harder to tell when you're on the field, and Georgia's trying to wrap that game up. And obviously, Cade Mays coming in from Andrew for Andrew Thomas. Uh, it was it was a day where Georgia sort of just survived. It seemed like the only team that maybe didn't survive was Alabama, but even Alabama uh, gave up you know some points. They gave up 23 points to Texas A&M at home. You know, not ideal. It's not something you'd necessarily want. But um, that was with a mobile quarterback who accounted for almost 300 yards of Texas A&M's you know, offense. Georgia doesn't play that way. So that would be you know, a little bit more challenging. And obviously, Tua just going off almost 400 yards, throwing four touchdowns, and then just spread out plenty of running backs with – you know, eight or fewer carries for Alabama. They did kind of what they wanted to do, but they never <clears throat> they they gave up some points. Now, one of the touchdowns was kind of junk for Texas A&M, but um, you know, Alabama looked good. 
Other teams did not. Uh, Tennessee looked horrible. Um, this is going to be one of the most lopsided uh, lines in the in the in 90 since 1994 that Georgia will have in the SEC. I mean, a lot there have been very few 30-point lines that Georgia has either been on the receiving end of once in 1995 against the Gators or against um or or having to cover a 30-some-odd point line, which I think was uh, maybe in the 2000s against Kentucky, one of the Kentucky teams. Uh, maybe, I can't remember when it was, but um, in, in several of those games where Georgia had huge lines, they, they didn't play well. Uh, and obviously one of the few times that uh, in, in, the, in the last almost 25 years, uh, since 1994, uh, one of the biggest upsets that Georgia dealt with was a as a twenty four as a twenty point favorite at home against Vanderbilt losing in nineteen ninety four. That's really what cost Regoff his job. I, I think that that was the end of that was kind of that set up the end. But that's the sort of line. Georgia Tennessee has never been a twenty point line. This could be in the mid to upper twenties, maybe lower thirties. Kind of doubt it, but we'll just see where the market settles. And uh, early on Saturday morning, this game's going to be on CBS. You can catch everything on Dog Post, as well as uh, Dog Post Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, etc. Uh, you know, Bank South is allowing us to do complete coverage of uh, Georgia. Uh, if you're seeing these videos on YouTube and uh, uh, YouTube to some degree, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's because of uh, Bank South's uh, uh, very helpful. Um, sponsoring and 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 um, help, for lack of a better term, for dog post traveling. I mean, whew. back in the day, we used to have to drive to Missouri, and that was brutal. Um, and uh, I, I think we'd just be getting back just now, even with that noon game. And Missouri, I gotta say this too, man. Missouri's got to do a better job. I mean, Missouri is a difficult place to work. And it shouldn't be that difficult to, to work at. But that's neither here nor here or there. Y'all don't really care about that. Um, but look, Georgia, this is the first time Alabama did not score 50 points or more. Uh, Georgia is staying steady uh, right around the 40 or so mark. Defensive line has got to play better. I mean, it just has got to play better. If it plays better, uh, you're in good shape. But like Daquan uh, Hawkins, Muckle, um, Julian Rochester, that group, Jay Hayes, I guess even, um, they they're gonna have to play better. I, I don't I don't I don't know. I mean, when you're dealing against uh, LSU, Auburn, Alabama, the the body types, if you can't stand up and stop the run. Um, you know you're you're gonna have you're gonna have problems, and that's that's really well. I don't care where Rochester plays; they just the front in general. They need to play better. It wasn't just up the middle. I mean, I think Ledbetter sets the edge really well, but whoever is playing those three spots, they're gonna have to Jordan Davis. They're they're gonna have to um clog up. And play better. I mean, they're missing John Atkins for sure. They're missing Trent Thompson, who was 
was adequate last year. But they're missing. I mean, it seems like there's something missing. Uh, and the reality is, this past week it was uh, the the run defense, the way that that we've grown accustomed to. Guys like, I mean, at this stage it looks to me like nine to tw- nine to I don't want to say twelve. Nine to eleven defensive linemen could certainly play, and this is just going off the top of my head. Each each week from here on out, because you got guys like who are backups with Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt, Rochester, Tyler Clark, Ledbetter. Uh, just I'm sure everybody will be pouring them in, but just off the top of my head, they're they're going to need everybody to play. Jay Hayes, uh, you know, whoever else that you've got in there, they're going to need to play. They're going to need to play well. And they need to get ready to kind of rotate in and out of there. I mean, you got Ledbetter, Mikel Carter, Malik Herring, Rochester, Hawkins, Muckle, and Barnett. Barnett, they need Barnett to play well. Uh, David Marshall, Tyler Clark, Jay Hayes. I mean, there's, there's guys. And, um, I mean, Brent Cox is playing a lot. Uh, it seems like to me he's playing kind of end. Um, he's playing a lot, and and the, the it's not the edge guys necessarily who are the issue. It doesn't seem like like I say, Ledbetter. I mean Ledbetter, he's I think he's good. He's not spectacular, but he's good. That that group, they're all going to have to um, continue. They're going to have to play better than they played against Missouri. Now, was it part that you know Drew Locke was? was in there. They didn't want to kill anybody. Um, you know, they didn't, excuse me, they didn't want to give away the, the run. They didn't want to give away the pass. You know, I, I don't know, but it, it just, the, the front was not what you expected the other day. It just wasn't. And, you know, Georgia's got to play better. You know, got guys like Monty Rice who are not playing right now. Uh, banged up. Uh, it's got you got a long season to go here. They've recruited really well. It's time. It's it's you know this is is this a one game deal or or you're gonna need to play a lot of other guys to stay fresh. Um, and then the run game is beef beefier with the kids on the offensive line, but are the running backs as beefy? No, they're not. They're not finesse. I would never call. Uh, Elijah Holyfield, anything close to finesse, but they're not Nick and Sony. Who, I mean, Nick was a bruiser. Elijah's not as big as Nick. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like he might be. He might be larger, but it sure doesn't feel that way. Um, but you know, injuries are going to happen. You need guys to come back. Andrew, Ben Cleveland. You know, if they're if they're good to go for. Auburn, I mean, they can win against LSU down just Ben Cleveland or down just Andrew Thomas. I do not expect Ben to be back for the LSU game, but um, they 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 can win that game still. I mean, LSU, they didn't look so hot last night. I mean, it's, it was just one of these things where it just didn't look like anybody was going to play well, man. I mean, it just, yesterday was a day that, that didn't, you know, didn't play, didn't play well. It was just one of those things, I guess. I don't, I don't know why, but these things happen. I'm trying to, I'm, I just, 
I guess we're not going to get a line tonight. It looks like we might get a a line for this Tennessee-Georgia game maybe tomorrow, probably tomorrow afternoon. And those lines help you set expectations as to what, you know, what, what, I mean, Georgia's going to be listed somewhere around 20 to 20, somewhere between 24 and 28 point favorite. And that's just nuts. So it just hasn't happened very often. I mean, it's equivalent to something like 1994 Florida or 1995 Florida playing Georgia. I mean, that's, that's how lopsided Las Vegas really feels like this game is. I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard for me to believe that the Tennessee team that I saw play last night is hard for me to believe that they are going to really be able to to compete. They can compete, but beat Georgia. They, I mean, Florida owned them. There was there. Was Florida, I mean, Tennessee to me looked frightened uh, to some degree. They just they just looked like they were not. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's too strong a way to put it. I hate saying that about people sometimes, but I mean, Florida was out there making plays and shit. I mean, it was nuts. I mean, you didn't see that a couple of weeks ago when they played Kentucky, and uh, not having the quarterback out there. Look, Tennessee's got issues, and they don't just you don't just magically solve problems in six days. Tennessee's problems won't be uh, solved in six days, and neither will Georgia's. Georgia's got to play better. Their front, you know, maybe. Maybe you don't have the guys. Well, the guys that are there got to make it work, and they're going to have to figure out how to play with better leverage with their hands, whatever. Maybe you, you know, you mix it up. I saw there were times when uh, I, I feel like there were times when you saw DeAndre uh, Walker playing middle linebacker from here and there. So maybe I just can't really you can't really do stuff like that on the defensive line. The guys who are there have got to just play better. Or maybe this is a one-off deal. You you know you'll give up a little bit in the run to you know not have Drew Locke going off on you, but you know I don't know. Here's a guy giving Jeremy Pruitt the credit for getting an indoor practice facility, which is not quite how that worked. Thoughts on Drew Locke not going deep? It might not have been there. I mean, Dondre Baker is a really really good corner, and and it could be what we just saw the other day. Is like a nine-win Missouri team playing well, well, playing well, competing at home and not winning. That may be what this is, but you know when you get uh, when you get when you earn fourteen points from the offense not even scoring, you you should probably end a game in the third quarter. So um, that was that, that was my criticism. Hey. Are they going to play better against the run? And why isn't the game over? Well, the game wasn't over because they wouldn't, they could, they didn't stop the run. And Georgia took a little bit of time getting going again in the first half. Georgia did not score an offensive touchdown, and then they scored three in the second half. They do have the ability to explode, Georgia. I mean, when you look at it, they scored. Was that? Well, explode is a relative term, but. Within eight seconds of the fourth quarter, they had scored three touchdowns in 15 minutes. That's a pretty good pace. That's not unbelievable, but 21 points is 21 points. Would I have climbed the construction crane? That's the question from from Twitter. Uh, 
Definitely not. <laughs> I'm not a giant fan of uh, heights. Someone is asking here about Andrew Thomas. Uh, Andrew, I don't know. We don't get Kirby on Sundays. We'll get him tomorrow. Uh, it looked like it was an ankle situation again. I don't know how bad. It didn't seem that bad, but you just never know um, about that. And as it relates to, there have been some questions about was Kirby, you know, screaming at Jim Cheney. There's no telling who he was screaming at. He he is very animated, driven. What's the word like? Like zoned in all the time but the thing about him he has the ability it seems to me to compartmentalize what just happened and move on typically um he's only been around georgia for you know two seasons and a little bit but he does a very good job of getting in and getting out moving on to the next play it's really important in sports to do that too I don't know if he's got tunnel vision. He knew that Holloman had scored that touchdown. He could he could tell that 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 Holloman had scored that touchdown narrowly because he he went up to the official and he said he was like you know if he's holding that ball at all and it crosses the plane, it's it's good right and and the official was like yeah and Kirby said well that's a touchdown then that that's basically see that's the sort of stuff you can see on the field that you can't really see um, in the press box and then. You know, vice versa. They see a lot of stuff that that kind of we can't see. I don't know if he was really getting into the offensive guys. There were look, the offense didn't play well. Georgia just didn't play well. Special teams did, generally speaking. You take away that block kick, which at the end of the day did not hurt Georgia. Georgia did not. I mean, the special teams played really well. Everybody else was very average, and they scored forty three points. So, you know. I, it seemed a lot more like Mark Rick was the coach yesterday than Kirby Smart. And that was the thing where I think we need to see one more time. Where are these guys really at? Is it what we've learned basically for, you know, 16 of the last 18 games? Or is what we just saw? You know, you have to say it's more what you just saw than it was the last 16, 18 games. Because you just saw what you just saw. So you don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. This is still the number two, three, four team in the country, but they um, they need to play better. They've got an opponent who's not very good coming in that they can play better against. That will help. Uh, they need to, you know, they need they need to play better. I don't care what the score is. How, how they play Saturday will be the number one thing I'm looking at. Join me Tuesday night. Dean Leggy's show is sponsored by Bank South. I appreciate y'all coming on tonight. We'll see you Tuesday night.